One, two, three. All right, do it again. One, two, three. All right. Nope, That's good enough. as good as it's going to get. As good as I'm going to get. <laughs> All right, ready? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined once again from a distance by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Remote pod- podcast number two. I know. I thought you were going to be home on Wednesday, but you're going to be home like late on Thursday. Yeah. And that'll be late for podcast. If I were going to be home tomorrow, I'd be real late too. I'd be like two in the morning. That's dumb. We wouldn't podcast then. It doesn't count as Wednesday anymore, technically. No. Anyway, I miss you. It's been a long time. Oh, that's nice. I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> he adds as an afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> No, nope. um, looking forward to seeing you again. And yeah, it's going to be good. Reuniting the fragmented squad. I know. It's weird having just three dogs. It's uh, so quiet. What do you think just having two dogs is like? It's terrible. I mean, the, you have the chaotic ones, though. Well, they don't now, trigger. We'll, it's the, we'll talk about all of the chaos. They don't get as chaotic sides. without the, the other three. Yeah. All right. Before we get into all the dog updates, uh, the cocktail of the week which you can't have, but I drank already. That's me having it virtually. That's good. I'm I'm good with that. I virtually drank it. I sent him a picture. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Test Pilot. It's a kind of classic tiki cocktail. It has light rum and dark rum, Cointreau, which is an orange liqueur, lime juice, falernum, which is a non-alcoholic syrup with like tiki spices. So it's got kind of like some cinnamon and some vanilla, some lime in there. Um, if you've had like classic tiki cocktails at like, a like Don's Beachcomber bar, like a really classic tiki place, you've had Falernum. Uh, Don's. We've been to, there's one in New Orleans that we've been to. Yeah, that was, remember we were, that was good. It was so good that we like skipped the rest of our plans for the evening to just stay there and have drinks and eat food. It was really good. Plus I think it was raining a lot. Um, it was, yeah. It was, uh, it was so, it was, it was. It seemed a little out of place to me because it was so they committed so much to the Polynesian tiki bit. Yeah, and it's in New Orleans. Yes, it was interesting. I mean, there's other ones, but sure. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Falernum, real classic in tiki drinks, and so um, I I came across I think on Pinterest a, a twist on this cocktail, which we'll have for a different cocktail of the week. <laughs> is that Vink I just heard? Vink is awfully restless today. She's hearing ghosts, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that's Cocktail of the Week. If you'd like to see what... I gotta say, not to toot my own horn, but my very <laughs> excellent picture of it, uh, it will be up on my Instagram, Salt Glitter. Your, salt and Glitter. Your picture is excellent. That is an excellent picture. It will not be as good as the picture of that you twirling in that dress, but that's just a personal preference. <laughs> uh, all kinds of GR Mom content over on salt glitter on instagram including me twirling in a dress it's which epic yeah the dress looked real frumpy on me like the top was all saggy and i was like i deserve a better dress in this but when i twirl in it i look very fancy so there's a picture just of the twirl which was the only good part it's a good picture that's not true it's a very nice dress i'm disappointed it didn't fit but whatever i deserve better the cocktail looks good without twirling thank you mm-hmm. it was delish mm-hmm. i'll make you one when you're back I mean, you can 
tell me anything you wanted. I, it's hard for me to verify, isn't it? You could have looked, tasted like <laughs> dishwater, and you'd be like, it was delicious, Zingo. I'm so good at this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I am. This is how my mind uh, works. Your mind doesn't work like that at all. Nope. Nope. I'd be like, well, this thing I made sucks throwing that out. I do that all the time. I'd be like, it was delicious. It was so good. I threw it out twice. It was great. <laughs> All right, let's get to dog updates because there are many. Uh, uh, would you might, like some to... of this might be news to me? I'm like, as usual, last to know. Well, no, I would like you to begin with the Odyssey of Vink on Saturday. Oh, geez. Yeah. Boy. Um, yeah, Vink has been restless for her. Um, Quite. Where instead of just lying there and sleeping, or trying to drink while lying down, the things she usually does. She was. She would sort of wander around and kind of cry a little bit, which kind of breaks my heart. It's very and, sad. And didn't really know what to do with herself. And so after that was going on for a few days, and she had no other apparent symptoms, you know, she's not, it's not like she's limping or not eating or, or had a fever or whatever else I could think of that would be something different. She just had this restlessness. Uh, I consulted with you, and we decided to bring her into the to vet on Saturday. We, we, we well, we tried to get an appointment on Friday, right? But it, the next appointment was Monday, which seemed a long time for her to be unhappy. And so, Jeanette, I just I want to interrupt you briefly that you're getting too far away from your uh, your microphone there. Okay, it's right. important that we hear your story. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. But I didn't want it to be like that's far okay. away. So so. On Saturday morning, she was still whiny, and all I had was an appointment for Monday afternoon at the at the, our regular vets. So you and I decided I would bring her into the uh, emergency vet that's open on Saturdays and Sundays and all day and all night. Yeah. The good one, though, is in Bowie, Maryland, and I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland, so that's about a 30-minute drive, like an, an honest 30-minute drive. And we're talking about it, and I was like, Ingo, I, I know it's at 9.30 in the morning, but I need you to go now because this is often an all-day experience. Like, you'll have to wait a while. They keep them for a while. Like, don't wait. Go now. And you're like, oh, fine. Yeah, and it, so I left at 10, uh, got there at 10.40, and then you have to check in virtually. You can only they, – they don't even answer the phone. You just have to check in online, which is a little – unsatisfying if you don't know if you're really in the system or not um and so i checked i checked her in online about an hour later i get a call for like the screening questions about you know what's her what's her problem is she bleeding now you know is is uh does she need (laughs) immediate assistance which is good that she didn't since they waited an hour to call you know if she'd been bleeding out that would have been real bad um and then they're like, well, she's in, she's, oh, uh, she's in line. She's next. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. She's next. Uh, and so I sat there for another two hours and then some guy came out and this is like, you know, it's going to be at least another two hours. There's been a bunch of emergency cases and, um, you know, it just, th- those have to be seen first. And I was like, yeah, of course. And so he's like, all the vets are busy. Uh, and so he said, you could, you guys can go home. We'll just, we'll just text you when you, when you can bring her in. I was like, great, great. So I, so I drove back home. Um, have after having had you know lunch there, and there's like fast food next door, and 
Dunkin' Donuts and stuff, so I wasn't suffering. Um, but so, you know, Venk comes back, comes back home. And then we just basically hang out until about six o'clock, I think. Yeah, that's right. And then, uh, we, having not heard anything, you actually called, I think, right? And I was like, what's up, guys? Yeah, you were like, I, I'll, I'll mix it up. It won't just be you <laughs> calling. I'll call. Um, what's up? Yeah, and what'd they tell you? And said, we'll give you a call back. And then, but they had your number, so then I guess they called you. They did call back. And then, and said, she'll be, she'll be up soon. Um, and then they did call and I, and I drove out there this time guac came along because yeah. why not guacamole? And so it, I don't know, between seven and eight, uh, it was probably close to eight. I dropped Vank off. They actually, they actually took Vank in and I, I explained again what, what the deal was. Um, and then, you know, they basically said, it's not worth waiting, go back home. Yeah, Wait, it'll be a while. Don't call us, we'll call you kind of thing. Yeah, it'll be a while. So I waited, and then at about 11, maybe I'd called at this point, but then around 11, you called again, or I called again? I think that 11 is when I called, and I was like, hey, I just want to check on yeah, Fink. that's right. And then they called you back, and were like, well, you know, we're checking on this and this. We'll call and you in like, like half an hour, yeah. Yeah, but you, I think it was like, oh, you know, the... The vet's seeing her. I think I, when I talked to them, they're like, the vet's kind of finishing up and they're going to give you a call soon. And you and I talked and you were like, well, should I go up there? And I was like, it sounds like they're almost done. Yeah. So you could start driving out there. So when they call you, you're there instead of having to wait, right. which you did. That's right. So I got there about midnight, again with Guac, because Guac's happy to, to participate. Um and it turns out the vet was calling not at the end of the appointment to give me the results and to give me the diagnosis, but just to say hello and to uh, have me explain the symptoms to her and what was going on with, with Vink. So she was a little surprised that I was waiting outside the clinic uh, and said, you don't, you can go back home. This is going to take a while. We're going to run, now we're going to run tests and now we're going to do a culture and now we're going to, you know, check her out. And I was like, okay, well, so I went back home. And waited for their call, which they did at about, I think, three in the morning. Two, I think. Two, two. Maybe two thirty. Two, two thirty, and so, and then I, then I said, "Can I?" And then they had a diagnosis, and it was a UTI. Um, and they actually wanted to scan. They they gave her an MRI because they wanted to rule out. No, no, uh, no, an X-ray. An X-ray or an ultrasound. Yeah. An ultrasound. They wanted to rule out um, bladder stones, which they did rule out, which was good. Um, and she does have a UTI, so she gets, so, so they said we're prescribed her antibiotics. And I said, can I go pick her up now? And they're like, no, 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 wait, we'll call you when, when the paperwork's ready and when, when, when you know, we'll... <laughs> so half an hour later, they called me and said, yeah, what's your credit card number? And, and can we, you know, let's do all that. And then you can pick her up. And so I went and picked her up about 3.30 and got home about 4 and went to bed. And then she still wanted to wake up at about 7, but but... What are you going to do? <laughs> so it was a short I'm night. sorry you had to go through that. But she did, she did have antibiotics. She did get an antibiotic, which I tried to feed her at 4, and she ate, but then she threw up at about 4.15, and I don't know how much of that antibiotic she kept with her. So <laughs> she may be a little behind on the dosage. 
but she seems to be doing better although today she's like seeing ghosts or something she's barking a lot of of nothing i think yeah but this house has different sounds than the one in florida and you know their neighbors more close and you know who knows people talking in parking lots so i could there's probably a rational explanation for vink barking vink in in her head yeah uh, as we move on to the next item, dear dad, I think maybe you should pick up your phone and hold it by your face. I'm just worried that you're going to sound far away. Okay. Or else slide that, whoa, slide that thing way closer to your face. Okay. I'll just hold it. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's Vink. As I was saying. And that's Vink. <laughs> yep. Man, I got to say, it has been really nice here because nobody barks. Because Vink is pretty much always the one to set everybody off. Yeah, she and just if it's gets not in her Vink, head. It's Glock. She was just barking at the TV the other day, like just there's no no dog te- no dog on television. Vinkman, if if you can't explain yourself, stop barking. I, it's interesting. I'm like I'm restraining myself from yelling at her right now to shut her up, because I'm in the house. I'm typically the one who's like, Vink, stop it, because like. I'm very conscious of like not wanting to be that house with the loud dogs since we have so many. So I'm like always the one who yells at her first and she wouldn't hear me if I yelled at her right now. Nope. She would ignore you if you, she did hear you. So that's probably fine too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's not yeah. deaf, but she might as well be. Did we talk, we did talk in the last episode about um, my apologies to Guaco man because Chief Brody had stolen the entire loaf of bread and wedge of cheese off the counter. Yes, the Manchego cheese. Yes, yes. But then Guac did steal a box of crackers off the counter in Maryland. Yeah, because Vink couldn't reach the counter. So she's, she's in the clear. There's no other animals around, no foxes. Uh, and it was definitely Guac. And then it was definitely Guac. Who, who, like, <laughs> it was a whole box of, you know, it was like... I don't know, delicatessen crackers. Those long, skinny ones that Whole Foods has with a bunch of grains on them. With everything, with everything on it. <laughs> everything bagel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Guac. today I was like, you know, cleaning up around here. And I had gone into Key West to, you know, like do some stuff. And so I picked up lunch for myself from a cafe that we like to go to called the cafe. And, uh, but it's like really big. Like I get a sandwich and fries and it's, we can split it and be happy for lunch. It's real dense. I can force the whole thing down, but I am never happy (laughs) after I do that. And so, uh, I ordered it and I ate half the fries and half the sandwich and I was quite full and I just threw it out when I, the rest of it out when I get home because like the fries get soggy, that's gross. And, the sandwich also, you know, is lots of veggies, so it also gets kind of soggy. So I just threw them out into the contractor bag that I was using for, like, random packing stuff and, you know, all the random stuff I'm cleaning up. Household trash. It is my habit. I really like filling contractor bags with stuff I clean out. The really thick, plastic, like, indestructible plastic ones. I mean, you can jam, you know, probably unsheathed swords in there, and they wouldn't, you know, poke out. Yeah, it's very satisfying. Yeah. Uh, so I had a contractor bag, you know, only part way full because, one, I've been cleaning for the whole week you've been gone. Um, 
and you know, I'm not done. So, uh, so that was kind of tied around, like, I want to be able to put stuff in it and not have it like laying open on the floor. So I kind of knotted the little end part around one of the dining room table chairs, just so it would stand up mm-hmm. and fine. I, we do this all I mean, the time. I mean, Guac's pretty much every there. weekend. You think it's safe because Guac's not there. Yeah. Uh, and so Voods wants to go for a walk. He's so funny. Like he can't, you can tell he's kind of like antsy. So I let him out and I was like, <laughs> okay, got, let, I'm going to finish this one thing, take him for a walk. So I come down with his collar and he's usually so non-reactive. He's slow motion. But he sees, he sees me coming with the collar and then starts wag, 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 wagging, which is just like the best, right? I've made Voods so happy. Yeah. Uh, take him out for his little walk. And, you know, he lays down a couple times and won't come. Fine. <laughs> you know, we, I had, I wear my little running pack when I go because it has like the clicker and, you know, it's got pockets for all the stuff. And uh, so I had a bag of M&Ms in there like that oh, I had bought at a nice. gas station at my last run, which I can't give him an M&M. No. Uh, but, you, you know, it's enough to like smell. tempt him. Oh, yeah. No, it's, anything in your up. hand will get him interested. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to tell so, a, a voodoo walking story uh, when you have a break. No, go for it. This is I don't I haven't told the story. I told I've told you, but like one of the first week or so we had voods, I well maybe two weeks. I took him for a walk. You know, after you had been taking him to the end of the block, right? He gets tired. He lies down. That's when we still had to have our pocket full of treats. You know, and you were. You were on a trip, maybe you were in Maryland for for a weekend or something, but I took him for a walk, but I'd forgotten treats. So the whole thing was was already ill-fated, and I was trying to keep him very interested um, also. But we get to the end of the block, we turn around, and he's kind of wandering around near this house that's under construction, and both his front legs go in a deep (laughs) like post hole, hole for a a, a fence post. And the poor guy, I felt terrible because he just, I mean, it was like three feet deep. So he just, his front feet just went down. And of course he laid yeah. down. He's like, I'm not, I can't deal with this. I'm just going to lay okay, down I guess completely. we're done. And I had no treats and he was still a hundred and some pounds. And it was just almost impossible to, to yank him out, especially because then he was still doing the, I'm going to be limp now. So yeah. trying to pull a limp hundred pound dog out of a whole <laughs> fence post hole was really hard and then I had to like fake having treats like I think I would you know rustle a paper a plastic bag or something and that got him like 20 feet and then I tried to run a little bit and make it exciting and that got him another 20 feet closer to home and then I think I yeah I ended up carrying him the last 40 feet or something which is also since he was deciding to be floppy was was a bit of a challenge but the poor guy just flopped into that fence post, just just sort of, <laughs> oh, this is so... Like I live in this hole now. So awkward. And then, yeah, he just gave up completely. He was like, well, I guess this is my life now. I'm in this hole. <laughs> I hope they bring me food because this is terrible. He, I got to say, like the last week, he really has improved with his like coming to the elevator. Uh, I don't. I ran out of snacks down there because Bahia, the neighbor dog, discovered that we had snacks downstairs. And so... The, she didn't steal them, but she Fixated. now demands them when she comes over. 
And so I ran out, but now I'm like, I promise I'll give you one upstairs. And Vood is like, okay. And he galloped into the <laughs> elevator. He's been doing good. So anyway, so I take Vood's on this walk. We get home, we take the elevator up and I walk in and the contractor bag is ripped up on the floor. There is foil that had been around the sandwich, but no sandwich. And I dig into the bottom of the bag and the there's sort of like an aluminum bin that had the fries in it. You know, it has like a little lid on it normally. I didn't put the lid back on. I just threw the fries in there. Uh, no fries. The bin was still there. The fries were gone. And, and it wasn't CBGB voodoo. Has, it wasn't foods. And Hops, I went over to Hops and she was sleeping. She just kind of looked at me and she's like, wag, wag, hi. And then CB starts like creeping over. Also, he has like a giant tum. Like his tum, once again, is giant. So, yeah, he's really sabotaging his diet. Yeah. I He's been more anxious than normal. Not just because you guys are gone, but in general. I think there's something going on with him. So it could just be this UTI that will not go away. But I think he's got like some deeper health problem going on, so we're taking him to the vet. He and he and Venk should exchange anxiety thoughts because they're both super wound up. Venk. Yeah, I mean, they, they both got peeing problems and then feeling crabby. But I, yeah, I just think there's something going on with him. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, once again, CB betrayed my trust and went into the trash and. Got a big giant tum. And he did it at the wrong time again because there was no guac around and no voodoo around to push it on. Nobody else to blame. If everyone had been home, CB would have just acted totally innocent and would have had like fries sticking out of his jowls, but would have been acting totally innocent and would have tried to blame it on the other two dogs. Okay, so in addition to these dogs, We got no other big problems. Uh, Hops today, I was out on the beach with her trying to take some pictures of her and this giant crab, which I have identified as sometimes they're called a, um, I was, I want to say canal clinger. I don't think that's exactly right, but also a West Indian spider crab. How about that? It looked like a spider crab. the same thing. That's what I uh, West Indian spider crab. Is it just different names for the same thing? Uh, but like a big crab, it was probably 10, 12 inches across, like leg to leg, walks up. And she's like, oh, my God. And then she's like, I'm going to boop the crab. And she like reaches her little foot out. <laughs> and the crab, fling, like puts his little claw up and hops. It's like, whoa. Whoa. Like, and then she's like walking around it and she kind of like wants to reach out and boop it again, but it's got its claw And then she's like making little wolf sounds at it. And <laughs> but it's un- fully underwater too. It's not like on the rocks. It's underwater. No, underwater. Yeah. And uh, I was standing in the water and it, it didn't give any fucks about me. Like it starts walking towards me. I had to move or else it would have just walked right over my feet. Man, that's scary. It wouldn't have hurt me, but it would have freaked me out a little bit. That's Kevin, a very good reaction. Sea life. This me. is and this is what Hops has been worrying about the whole time. She's like, the rocks move, the rocks yeah. they move, <laughs> they move. <laughs> so that was quite exciting for her. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't get pinched. I think they, I think they have pretty good pinch pinching skills. Uh, this guy had a big pincher, so yeah. he he could have done some snippy damage. <laughs> Someone said, what what would happen if Guac had been there? And I'm like, Guac would have had a snip snip snoop. Uh, yeah, but he might have had a would, crab in his mouth too. I mean, he he might have chomped. He eats rock. I, I mean, mean he'll, he'll go underwater to eat a rock. 
he could have chomped that crab and the crab would have like oh. grabbed onto his lip and guac still would have been carrying him around like very confused about why his lip hurt yeah that's but right it would, wouldn't work as a deterrent for guac because he's not putting two and two together no <laughs> so that was interesting yeah that's um, that's kind of terrifying mm. that was a big yeah. crab it was very big yeah yeah and was not at all scared of us <laughs> just doing its own thing you know he's very good at pinching very good at pinching yeah so i think that's it for dog updates um you got a german word of the week my my only addition to the dog update is that there might oh. be some this might not be a good diet week for these two <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just saying I'm just managing expectations when we when we weigh them again. Oh my god! I think Quack's Quack's working on his dad body again and his dad uh, bod. You know, and Vink is Vink. Well. <laughs> and GR Dad is GR Dad. And uh, another meatballs and no, bonus carrots. I don't and... have any meatballs. There, there are about the <laughs> number of carrot, normal number of carrots, and all I have is those like diet chicken snacks. That's pretty good. So I think it's just, it's because it's not exactly the food that is diet and I don't have exactly a cup size. So I've been estimating a little bit for Venk, but it's, it's food and green beans. I mean, it shouldn't be too bad, but Venk is looking a little bit more <laughs> Corgi-esque. Yeah. And, and Guac isn't <laughs> getting quite as much exercise. All he does run around a lot. Yeah. But he's not playing with Voods at all. So who knows? No, Voods definitely misses his his guac playmate. Yeah, guac misses everyone. I think he misses you. He he always looks I, at a picture. I miss my big brown Looks boy. at a picture of you in size. Oh, that's nice. Me too, guac. Yeah. Sweet boy. He's a good boy. Um, okay, German word of the week. Someone suggested Adiletten because they've been looking at the snaps, and it seems like there's, it's the German word for the Adidas slides. Those little. Uh, bathing sandals that adidas has where it's just yeah i mean i like them this is probably typical german because i can wear them with socks right if you try to wear flip-flops with socks it has that weird like thing where you know it pinches in between your toes where your socks are so it looks ridiculous but the bathing slides i can i can wear with socks if i have to which here is more important in florida it's warm enough i don't need socks but I ordered a pair for here. So now we have... Oh, that's good. We have them all over the place. I got to say that I am pleased to see you adopting those Adidas slides in instead of the flip-flops, which you were wearing with the socks, and I found very upsetting. See? Uh, you are. It's, it's, I mean, that's legit. It's upsetting. It's gross. It's, there's, nothing, yeah. there's nothing good I mean, about it. You're them. better than that. I'm better than being married to somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's progress. Adiletten is what they're called. I think there might be a word for, yeah, Adiletten is generally the, and you wear them like in Europe, when you go to a swimming pool or a sauna or something, you wear these in the shower. You do that here. Oh, I guess that's right. You wear shower sandals or whatever. So these these are good for that. Yep. Yep. Better than flip-flops. So there you Uh, go. I like it. Good. Uh, we have taste of the keys. Yeah, the bushfires. Oh, all right. Well, let me do let me do the quick update on the last one um, because 
last time I was like, oh, there was this big accident on our key, but I don't know what happened because yeah. it was like happening right before the podcast. Um, so I, I haven't dug to see if there's more details, but it's just super sad. So it was a car. There is a 13-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 20-year-old that was just going really fast down this sort of dead end abandoned road. Um, based on where they said the accident happened, there's a curve there and it went off the road and the, the roads down here, again, we can't be clear enough about how we live in the middle of the ocean. Like when the roads end, there's mangroves and salt water. Like there's not a curb, there's not more land on the shoulder. There's just water. Yeah. And so they, they were going very fast. They launched, Somehow right? They, crossed, they flew. Yeah, crossed the center line, went down, you know, they say down the embankment, but basically went off the road on the other side, which drops away into the water. Um, and I mean, it's not, it's like a foot and a half deep. It's not deep, but um, flipped, you know, went through some mangro- mangroves, flipped. And it sounds, they didn't give all the details, but it sounds like everyone was ejected from the car. Oof. The 13-year-old was a passenger she must have they said they found her in the passenger seat so she must have still been in the car but she died they uh they airlifted her uh she may have been she may have been declared dead on the scene the other two people they airlifted um they had not died last i checked but they didn't know which one of them was driving so they must have been ejected and they brought in dogs and drones to search the water for other people. So, you know, I think they were worried that like these, there must have been ejections, right? If they're like searching the water for more passengers, uh, because nobody was conscious when they got there. Yeah, I was going to say ejections and nobody's conscious to tell them what there is. So they're, so they're like, we found three bodies. Can, do we, or three people, right? Are there more? Yeah. Is there a fourth one who, you know, just, we can't see because they're, in the mangroves or they're underwater and it was during the day during daylight right it was day it was light out yeah yeah Yeah. um (sighs) so they were just going too fast and you know probably lost it at the curve uh but it was just one car i mean really too fast it must they must have flown a ways yeah i mean the speed limit on that road i think is 25 Mm -hmm. which is a reasonable speed limit and sometimes too fast because like you mentioned Ingo, there's a lot of people you know biking and running and walking on that road yep because there's not there's almost never any traffic down there so a ton of people you know will train down there um so yeah you have to go really slow and there's like the lane it's a two-lane road one lane in each direction but people mostly drive in the middle (laughs) <laughs> because they're really narrow lanes you know there's never anybody down there right um so you but it's not the kind of thing where oh there's like a shoulder and and all this space like yeah. it's two very narrow lanes no, that's... uh and just water on the sides i mean if you so. if you get off the road you'll probably hook a tire and and stay off the road i mean it's it's that kind of setup right it's not really designed yeah. to pull over and 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 no t- no take care of your car no, I mean there's like a few spots by people's houses where they're where it's built up a little bit more, but there's generally not a shoulder. Mm-hmm. And uh so yeah, if you lose it, there's nowhere to go except in the water and it does kind of, you know, because of the tides, you want the road higher than the water level all the time and so the road is up 
And so you would probably flip if you start going over. Ugh. So really sad. I'm sorry I don't have like a more interesting update. It's just, you know, poor 13-year-old girl died and two other people are in a bad situation. And um, yeah. I have two other updates. Yes, you got the, the wildfires at the entrance to the Keys. There's like apparently big mm-hmm. wildfires on Card Sound Road. So one of the two access roads is shut down. Um, which sounds very dramatic, big smoke clouds and stuff. And then the other one is that people just keep finding drugs in the ocean. There's square so many groupers. drugs. I mean, what was it like? Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of drugs in the last three days again. I mean, it was just the like, cocaine was worth like one point two million dollars. That was up at Key Largo, and then so there was a square. These are square groupers they found in the water. Yeah, one point something million dollars worth of cocaine in Key Largo, and then um, it's at south of Marathon, so basically around the Seven Mile Bridge somewhere, they found like nine bales of marijuana that I think they said were worth like a hundred thousand dollars, street value of a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I th- I thought this was, I I had always kind of thought that there was a heyday to this, and it was in the '90s maybe, right? And and it's just been kind of a curiosity since, but this seems like it's a real big business still yeah floating drugs around the keys maybe people are just getting really bad at picking up their drugs <laughs> maybe they're maybe <laughs> all the all the skilled guys retired and, and the new generation just sucks at finding these bales it's possible <laughs> <laughs> it's possible uh, but we we yeah. we remain on the lookout there's still a chance i just want money yeah no we just you know the, the cash, all these people cash bail yeah, these people were smart enough to call the i don't know whoever came and got it they called somebody who came and got the drugs yeah well i mean we don't hear about them finding all these bales of cash because they don't report those <laughs> if yeah we, if we find a bale of cash i don't know there's an incentive to report it it's easily turned into you know money unlike drugs since it is money. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think that's it for this week. Hurry up and come home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so then I can leave. <laughs> that's true. You'll be back by the next podcast, though, so it'll be fun. I will be. I'll be, I'll be back on Tuesday morning. So uh, It'll be good. Uh, indeed. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us for this second over a distance podcast. Yeah, if the technology stinks, blame Jen. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. fine. I'm willing to take that on. No, it's operator error at my my end. My end. It's all good. Operator um. error. <laughs> and until next time, don't bet anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, and wear a mask. Bye. Bye. Bye.